Hello beautiful people, thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs About Films. In this episode we're going to be talking about Mark Mylod's latest release, The Menu, which dropped over the weekend where a wonderful surprise awaits us all as we witness a bunch of characters come together on this secluded island for this lavish restaurant, this lavish meal as well presented by Ray Fiennes where sinister twists and turns begin to happen. Now, from the get-go of seeing this trailer, I thought that looks interesting, looks very unique as well. I like films that revolve around food, funnily enough, I'm a big food fan myself, but not not this extent, but I do like watching films with food and throwing a bit of a thriller mystery as well. What could go wrong, eh? Like, this is the thing, like, when I saw the trailer, I couldn't work out what the tone was meant to be, uh, whether we are trying to go for, like, a comedy parody, or if they were trying to go for a thriller. Having seen the film, it's pretty much a blend of all. I feel that the script itself is pretty good. Towards the end, I found myself kind of disengaged a little bit and just waiting to see how it was going to end, rather than just being, like, surprised by the end. I would, I think that that did bring it down a little bit for myself, from, from, from my personal point of view of it anyways. But all in all, this is a film that I would definitely be recommending to people who are a fan of this genre, in particular the thriller side of things, because this film, when it wants to be scary, it's scary. When it wants to be funny, my God, is it funny. You know what I mean? Like There's so much to enjoy with this. In particular, say the performances from Ray Fiennes, Anya Taylor-Joy, that's like saying water is wet, let's be honest. But Nicholas Holt as well in there, Janet McTeer and John Leguizamo as well, all real standouts. But there's so many characters in this. Well, I say so many. There's, there's enough characters to really kind of feel the uneasiness and to really learn a bit more about where they're coming from and why it is that they're there as this story and mystery unfolds and why it is that these characters have been picked in particular to come to this uh, this this secluded island for this lavish meal and this menu that's been carefully put together by the chef just to see how it all unfolds and why it is. There's, of course, obviously social commentary in there as well about the class systems and you know the elite and that only the rich and the wealthy can ever come to this kind of restaurant. There's also obviously like, do you know when you read reviews of food? I mean, if you do read any food reviews or critics or whatever, sometimes I'll be reading something. I'll be like, I have no idea if they're talking about food or what food it is that they're talking about. You've got characters in there like Janet McTeer's character who that is them pretty much. They come out with these slogans and these sayings for their review of this particular dish that they're having, and you're just like, what are you talking about? But that's the thing that we love the most. The beauty of it as well is that Anya Taylor Joy's character Margot, she's the point of view for the audience to go through this to to be welcomed into this world because she is not a foodie at all everyone else including her partner Nicholas Holt Tyler is a foodie is a critic loves food this that and the other but she doesn't she hates the whole pompousness the arty side of it the like you know just the idea of in fact going to a secluded island like to have to get a boat to go to the island is a little bit like where on earth are we going why are we doing this is there any need for it which again we've all I'm sure we've all had those kind of thoughts I, I, we were going to the cinema and my wife was like I can't wait to see the food and such, but I know for a fact that you're going to be sat there going, there's not enough food in the plate. And yes, I was sat there like that. Granted, don't get me wrong, the dishes look superb. I'll talk about the food, obviously, a little bit more uh, in detail in a second or two. But the dishes looked great. However, I was sat there thinking, I would definitely be asking for seconds or something like that. But no, like if I ever went to one of these restaurants, I'd of course, like, you know, these like kind of deconstructed, you know, food menus or whatever, I'd, I'd lap it up. I'd absolutely be fine with it. But yes. Anything like that, and I'm always kind of giving this myself thinking, I don't understand like the the like nauseating, really like arty aspects of it, but still, that's just my personal thoughts. If you're a fan of it, I'm not criticizing, I'm just saying that I just 
Give me a cheeseburger any days. But before we dive into this film any further, the podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, as to rss.com. Jump onto Facebook as well, give us a like and follow. Hit notification on Apple, Spotify, and Google, etc., so you can be notified on your mobile devices when a new episode is uploaded. And finally, leave us a review because that would be grand. So, Ray Fines plays Chef Slowick and says, very well acclaimed chef who's notorious for making these outlandish menus and really really giving his all into food it's a huge passion for him and stuff that he can create is something beyond our dreams let's be honest and beyond our wildest expectations of what would be to come but this is why so many people obviously do end up going to obviously his restaurant to sample this food the actual restaurant itself is so central and so vital to this film that again it's like that itself is a character because the fact that we're like sp- spend the majority like an hour 40 whatever minutes of this film within this restaurant really sets the tone for it because like i say everything's shrouded in mystery the chefs that all work there under chef slowick they are all pretty much like a cult-like system they live there they they literally eat breathe sleep cooking for this chef and i like this presence that ray finds brings with that you know he's got a great hold on these characters all of which so not just the chefs but everyone that is involved or there to dine, I should say. He does this thing within the film when it's like he claps so loud that it's really quite jump scary. You know what I mean? Like it is any any if you're watching a slasher and the slasher jumps out or whatever, they're great jump scares. But Ray Fine simply clapping his hands should not have made me jump in my seat as much as it did. But again, Ray Fine's in this is absolutely excellent. Like working out things. The fact that Anya Taylor joys Margot he's straight off onto her, and we learn more to say about that as the film does unfold. But He's almost got the sense that she shouldn't be here. Why is she here? Like, again, it's all part of this plan, all part of these obviously grisliness that's about to unfold with the rest of the characters. Nicholas Holt in this is pretty great as well. He plays the character that's a huge fanboy of Chef Slowick. So, again, constantly wanting to, like, just please him or at least just be recognised as a diehard fan that he is. He's a big foodie fan himself. Couldn't cook to save his life, obviously, but the fact that this is like his wild, this is his wildest dream, he's able to come to this chef's restaurant, enjoy and sample some of the foods. He does have that kind of annoyance, though, about his character, where you're like, just shut up and just eat the food, mate, and like obviously stop telling other people how to behave, in particular, obviously, his partner, Margot, Anya Taylor-Joy, is straight off the bat, like, she's having a cigarette, and he's like, don't do that, you'll ruin your palate, blah, blah, blah. Stuff like that that I really enjoyed about his character. I liked, again, that there was this kind of, like... Uh, trouble in paradise already surrounding Margot and Tyler's characters you know they're just obviously going on this on this this fancy recluse restaurant or whatever but there's issues because Margot does not care for this world she's not one to kind of back down either when she's been told different in particular saying about how you know say Nicholas Holt's character loves the restaurant loves the artsy side of it whereas she's like this is just ridiculous why are we having to go as far out to be able to have some food why is it that everything has to be deconstructed why is it this menu is like just so out there it's good it's a great friction between the two characters it's as well a friction between Ray Fiennes and Chef Slowick as well purely because as well like he knows that she shouldn't be there there's more to that which I'm not going to go into obviously because we're keeping this spoiler free John Leguizamo as well plays an actor who is again he gets some great laughs in this I do feel like there's some there's some great improvising I, I read up as well that a lot of the a lot of the, the, the sequences where it involves the characters talking amongst themselves while the food has been prepared a lot of it was improvised so again I think that everyone did super super well with that because it just flowed very very naturally, very nicely. And you do feel that kind of, the sense of terror that these characters are going to be going through, or are going through, sorry, 
as everything unfolds. Once the first death happens, and something it kind of escalates from there. These characters, it's almost like there's an acceptance that they're pretty much going to snuff it, but they're, they're almost like given the chance maybe to escape. Whether they are able to take it or not is a different thing entirely. But I did feel that a lot of the characters, you could you could feel that kind of tension, you could feel the uneasiness and stuff that's kind of looming over them. Because as I've already said, there's a huge social commentary aspect of it about like the classes and about the fact, like I said, that the rich and the wealthy and people throwing out the "Do you know who I am?" name card and stuff like that would only ever come to a restaurant like this and it's whether like it's what is exactly chef slowick's plan has got for them like i said when it wants to be funny it's really funny but when it wants to be uh quite like i said terrifying and and, and scary or whatever or at least yeah going grizzly it, it will do as well there's it's it's one of those where it's not like you sat there being like i can't watch any more of this it, it, it's, it's absolutely fine for that front it's just that, like i say you just never know where it's going to go. You just don't know where it's going to go. And it's a very, very interesting watch. As I said, though, towards the end, I maybe did find myself kind of being a bit disengaged with it because I was... I like. I was hoping that all the way through, I'd be just. I'd have like no idea where it's going to go, but that I was just didn't want it to end. Whereas it got to a certain point when we got through so many dishes of and so many courses, I should say, that I was like, ah. I don't know how this is going to end, but I want to see how it's going to end now. Like, how are you going to wrap this up? And I didn't think there was anything wrong with sticking the landing for this film, but I just, I, I enjoyed the, like I said, the beginning to the middle of the film rather than the, the latter end. Um, the food itself obviously looks incredible. I liked what they did with the screen, how they laid it out, where they put the food in front of the, obviously the, the main focus point of the, of the, of this, of the shots. And then you'd have like the description of the food to the, to the right or to the left or wherever top right bottom, whatever of, of the screen. Sorry. I thought it all looked really good. I say it did, make me hungry not as hungry as like when i watched chef for example because that film is just food porn this i was like i would like to try this or give that a whirl or whatever but again everything the food the the food doesn't take a back seat or anything because each dish is important to what's to follow if anything sinister is to happen so it's not like we're in a restaurant and then just all hell breaks loose. It's none of that. Like the restaurant, like I say, is a character itself. The food as well, obviously is like a side character to that. Everything kind of goes hand in hand. It's just great to see like Anya Taylor-Joy, you know, act her socks off and just be this character that's so confused and so conflicted about where she fits in all of this because I say she shouldn't really be there. But scene stealers, obviously, Ray finds Anya Taylor-Joy and Nicholas Holt to the extent, all do tremendous work in this. I thought I said the script was pretty bang up. And it's just an enjoyable watch, so make sure you do go check it out if you get a chance. It'll probably be on Amazon as well at some point if you do miss it at the cinema run. But I do feel, like I say, it was uh, definitely one that I will be recommending to fans of the whole thriller genre. Out of 10, this is a 7 for me. I feel like it's definitely one of the better ones I've seen this year. Not the best, as I said, but it's definitely interesting. It's different. I like it. I thought that it was a great concept, great idea. Like I said, I love the merging of all these tones as well, and there's some stellar performances. But thank you, as always, for listening to this particular episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, etc., and Spotify, all that jazz. Do get in touch as well if there's anything that you'd like to hear on the podcast. That'd be grand as well. But until the next episode, take care.